Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. So Daniel Ricciardo reckons that McLaren were right to ditch him. Why is that? In the middle of last year, Daniel Ricciardo was fired by McLaren to make way for Oscar Piastri. And since then, the Woking base team hasn't really looked back and they've had their best season in years. Even arguably better than the year they actually had with Ricardo when they won the Italian Grand Prix and got their first one-two in, well, forever. When it came to the actual car itself, he did not work out with it. He couldn't find a way to set it up properly. He really didn't understand the way the Mercedes engine was geared up in terms of acceleration and gear changes. There are a lot of things getting in Daniel Ricciardo's way, and not to mention the fact that there was a Lando Norris right next to him, and he was utterly wiping the floor with Daniel Ricciardo, who really should have actually had it the other way around. He's just becoming the Australian Fernando Alonso, going to the right team at the wrong time. But the Australian has actually said that Maybe that was for the best, and it's actually led him to rediscovering himself in a very important way. Now, this all comes about from a really interesting interview that I found on the Goodwood website, a classic British track that I really need to do a track day at. I really need to fix that. But I think you're wanting to know, ooh, was Daniel Ricciardo bitter and angry toward McLaren about the whole thing, being ditched and embarrassed like that? Well, um... Not really, actually. He kind of saw the writing on the wall. And I'll provide you some quotes from that really interesting interview, as well as a link to the full article down below. But it just makes me wonder now, considering how good McLaren are doing at the moment, had he actually seen that remaining year out, would he have had some podiums or even a win in this current car, the MCL60's current iteration? Well, maybe he might have done well, but you'd have still had the same issues about his driving style not agreeing with the car. Piastri, being a brand new driver who's a little bit more flexible and willing to go with the flow, and is only figuring out his driving style in Formula 1 now, is a little bit more adaptable, whereas Ricardo was more set in his ways and incredibly demoralised. So I think there might have been some glimmers of hope, but it probably wouldn't have been enough to make him actually extend his contract. He is regretful about the way things ended up, and it's a real shame too, because I saw the videos of him talking with Zach Brown and his promise to drive an old NASCAR when he got his first podium, and it was sad. But as he says in this interview, him, <clears throat> it's never the way you want to end something. Don't worry, I won't do the Australian accent forever. I'm a pretty easygoing guy. 
I got on with the team, but it's all performance-based. And let's say the business side of it didn't work out. So what that means basically is, is that he got on with everybody. There was no issue in terms of the day-to-day -day level, as in the people he was working with weren't annoyed with him. There was no real resentment or anger about it. It was just points were being lost and Lando was doing better. There were things that were not quite working. There was negative press about the fact that McLaren are not doing as well as they should be. Daniel Ricciardo is dragging them down. So I can understand why Daniel might have been really upset that it was really not going the way it was intended, especially since you had that win last year and then everything got even worse in 2022 and being shown up by Lando and in terms of qualifying 20 to 2. That's something that really shouldn't be happening. So ultimately, it was just a business decision from McLaren to just go, you know what, it's really not working out. And Daniel didn't really fight back because he obviously wasn't having a good time of it as well, as later quotes will say. Like this one, the him. At the time, it was a bit of a harsh reality getting fired. But by the end of the season, when I got home for Christmas, I was like, okay, it probably doesn't help my reputation. But at that point, I didn't care anymore. I think any driver, when they'd had a really bad season and really not gelled with a team that they really expected to get along with. I remember when they hired Daniel Ricciardo, replacing Carlos Sainz, I was thinking, oh, this is going to be really good for the team. They were all really excited. He brings positive energy to everyone. McLaren had just gotten P3 and the constructors. This was them becoming the old team that they used to be. They had a race winner on their docket. That wasn't Fernando Alonso and was not going to be dragging them down. And things were looking absolutely rosy, especially since he'd done really well himself in 2020 for Renault. Although I will say he was actually really hasty to leave Renault because he did it before the season even started. The most important thing is for anyone who's actually not enjoying something is that it's done and you can move on. Had he been actually going into another year of probably the same thing, it would have been draining. I think that if we'd have seen McLaren have Daniel Ricciardo for 2023, no matter what the upgrades would have had, that first few races, it would have been terrible. It would have been so sad to see Daniel Ricciardo having this car, which I will not be shy of saying was terrible. Oscar Piastri was just grateful to be on the grid and just learning as he went. But Daniel Ricciardo suffering a car that was even worse than the MCL 36 at the beginning? Oh my goodness, he would have been absolutely depressed beyond belief. I mean, we all saw what happened with Lando. Daniel would have been even worse. So in his mind, he's actually thinking it was a blessing in disguise. And that is a word he actually used in this interview. McLaren firing him turned out to be a blessing in disguise. And then we go on to the whole idea about Christian Horner actually getting him back. And he could tell Daniel that he was doing everything to try and make him better. And we all saw the quotes that Christian was talking about saying, oh, Daniel, when we first got him back, he was completely unrecognizable. He looked like a shadow of his former self. And in a way, he wasn't wrong. And Daniel was actually sort of just jaded and weary and tired. And we all know that when he had those first few months away, he came back wanting to be back in the sport. So he actually goes on to say, a lot of people probably lost a little bit of faith in me over the last couple of years. But I felt like the things he was doing to make me feel comfortable, he still believes I can do it and he just wants to see it. And I don't think Daniel is wrong there. Throughout the entire F1 media circuit in 2021 and 2022, they were downing on him. Much like how the media is downing on Sergio Perez right now. There is a target on a certain driver's back in any season. This year, it's Sergio Perez and, to a lesser extent, George Russell. Last year, it was Daniel Ricciardo. And everyone was pointing fingers at him, saying that, 
What's he doing in F1? He should be thrown out of the sport. In a way, Ricardo can understand what Perez is going through. But Christian Horner never backed down from having faith in Daniel Ricardo. And why wouldn't he? Because Daniel Ricciardo is one of the few drivers in the Red Bull circus that was not fired from his position. Off the back of Carlos Sainz quitting of his own free will, Daniel Ricciardo then quit of his own free will to go to the same team that Carlos Sainz went to, on loan of course. But of course, Daniel Ricciardo would have still been in Christian Horner's good books. He would have never left it and he wouldn't believe that Daniel Ricciardo could do it. So that's why Christian Horner would actually want to have him back. Not to mention for the fact that Everyone likes Daniel Ricciardo. And also, it's good press. It's positive press. Especially when we live in a world, a Formula One world, where everyone's really down on Red Bull, always negative about them, thinking they're ruthless, careless, absolutely horrible and ruthless and cutthroat with their drivers. Everyone wants to bag on Red Bull. So what's the thing that can try and turn things the other way around? Get Daniel Ricciardo back. It's a positive news story. And everyone wants to see Daniel Ricciardo happy. And as soon as we saw him back in those Red Bull colours, he was smiling away. He was really thrilled to be back. And we all knew that it was eventually going to be clear that he was going to be driving that car eventually. And every time the camera was pointed at him, everyone would cheer. Red Bull had something juicily good in PR. They had something that would make them look less cold, less evil. The guys that took back what McLaren threw into the trash. No one wants to see him sad. No, Christian Horner had a project and that project came to fruition. And in a way, Daniel Ricciardo is kind of going back on it, making it seem like it wasn't really that much of a big deal that McLaren ultimately were right to nip it in the bud the way they did. And over that time when he wasn't racing, Daniel openly admitted and said in the actual article that, <clears throat> It's not making excuses because those performances weren't good, but it was clear to me that it wasn't me operating at 100%. Yes, I should have been able to figure it out. I couldn't, but it was a kind of closure for me that I had got a bit lost, but I could rediscover things and get back to being me. So Daniel was openly willing to admit that he had gotten things wrong and that things needed to change and that he realized that McLaren weren't trying to shaft him. In a way, they actually kind of did him a service because if they kept him around one more year, it probably would have just been more of the same. He has no regrets. He knows what's going to happen with AlphaTauri. He's going to find a way back to the top team. And he's now more willing to be with a lower team. Because in reality, the AlphaTauri or whatever it's going to be called next year is going to be more like the Red Bull 19 or the Red Bull 20. It's going to be a Red Bull clone in practically everything that they can get away with. So in a way, Daniel would have had experience in it and he will be able to show what he can do in it properly. Not like this year, because things are going the way they are for AlphaTauri, but hopefully they can actually get P9 or something. But Daniel Ricciardo has now openly said that he doesn't feel resent towards McLaren for getting rid of him. This was the best thing that could have happened in his mind, that we shouldn't really be upset that McLaren got rid of him. In fact, people should be thankful that things turned out the way they did, that Christian Horner wanted to give Daniel a second chance, that we could get some closure and Daniel Ricciardo could retire on his own terms. He's now back at a team that never really wanted to get rid of him. Christian Horner now feels really good. I've got the driver I really loved back. He was a perfect foil to Max Verstappen despite the crashes in 2018. Things were going by swimmingly and things were taken away from him. And Horner was vocal back in the day and he was really surprised that it even happened. And now you could just pretend that never happened because Daniel Ricciardo's back. And who knows what will happen next year? But Daniel's there. 
and things could easily happen. He's willing to do anything now that he's back in the Red Bull group. And technically, the Red Bull group, all of the drivers are under the same contract umbrella. So they all could swap between teams at any time. But what this all says to me is that Daniel Ricciardo really needed this break. I think that if he'd have stayed at Formula One for the entire term of his McLaren stint, he would have not come back to the sport at all. It would have just taken away more of his willingness and desire to be in Formula One. We'd have seen Daniel Ricciardo retiring for good. So maybe this was for the best, that Daniel Ricciardo is over it. He's cool with it. He's happy. He doesn't harbor resentment towards McLaren. And why would he? He's back at the team that likes him. And not to mention he did get a decent payout out of it. So, you know, there's always that. But everyone's happy. Everyone's happy to see him back. Even Zach Brown's happy to see him back, that he's actually got a place. There's no ill will. And that's really good. But I do feel like this could have all been avoided if uh, he hadn't left Renault in the first place. And now Daniel Ricciardo being back, it's just going to cause more headaches for who's going to actually proceed in the Red Bull group. But for now, Daniel Ricciardo is back and yeah, he's happier than he's ever been. He's rejuvenated. And I'm curious to see what he can do and whether or not he's actually still got it. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Thanks for listening to my ladder ramblings. If you liked what you heard, do be sure to leave a five-star rating on your podcasting platform of choice. I really do appreciate it. And until the next time I traverse the ladder, I hope you have a pleasant day. Goodbye. <laughs>